future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I really am surprised. I did not see that coming. No. Did not see it coming at all. No. I mean, the thing is, regardless of what it became, it's still, you know, it's a heritage station. Mm. Like, it's that name. Oh, it became douchetastic for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But still, that name is something that, you know, has value. something. It does, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so weird. I mean, that's the station that I grew up on as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, I don't know. I'm surprised. Uh, This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. So, um... So yeah, this is uh, this is radio industry news, obviously, but it's big news in Portland. Yeah, and uh, then we just found out this morning, right before we were going to do the show. So the station that we previously worked for that um, decided to let us go KUFO because it doesn't UFO. exist anymore. Yes, it does. KUFO one hundred one point one FM KUFO KUFO is no more. Is no more. They fucking flipped KUFO. They didn't even just flip it. They, they killed it. They destroyed it. It's done. Yeah, there is no done. KUFO anymore. Like the, those call letters are not in use. So um, what they've done is they, uh, they're they streaming their AM news station now onto the rock station here in town, which is it's just so weird. I mean, I'm really surprised that they did it. Yeah, me too. Um, and everyone, and it, it isn't just us, like, looking around, you know. no. There's some people, you know, who are still like, good riddance, you know, some mm-hmm. people are bitter and like a lot of people, but a lot of people in, um, you know, in radio, like regardless of how, you what know, they how, did. how, yeah, and how like douchey it did become, like it once was a great station. Yeah, absolutely. And, I you mean, know, and it has been there and like everyone knows the call letters. So it's just like a little sad, especially being radio nerds like we are to know that something, you know, like that doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Like it's a heritage station. It's been there for 20 something years and mm-hmm. somebody can just come in and just go, Fuck you. Yep. Don't, I don't care want about your history. Yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. I it, it really is weird. That's uh, I mean I'm I'm surprised. I think it kind of shows a little bit of like seriously where radio is going though. If yeah. that doesn't have like I mean like you said if that doesn't have any value anymore. Yeah, it, I mean that was the that's the value of radio is that it is valuable to people. Mm-hmm. And if you know companies coming in and taking it and then like you know under 2 years completely destroys it. Yeah. Like way to go Alpha. Under 2 years and it's done. Yeah, destroying KUFO. It's just weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't think corporately, so I don't understand. Well, like, like maybe if this is like a good move for them, I don't get it. Uh, if it is, yeah, I really don't understand it mm. because I would think that name, even if you just like got rid of all of the DJs that were on there, if that's what the problem was, you know, which obviously, you know, they would try to go in that direction, get rid of all them and, <clears throat> and just play music. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think there would still be some kind of value in that. Than just dropping it all together and streaming your AM news talk right wing radio well, unless, show. So I put something up and um, people are speculating. That I guess <coughs> that, that supposedly this particular company, Alpha, um, has done this in other markets before where they slowly transition some of their AM shows onto the FM dial. In turn, maybe they think that they're trying to phase out AM. Oh, okay. Which I. That's yeah. weird too. I don't know. The whole thing is just really weird. Yeah, I don't understand it. I, I'm. I really don't. Oh wow! So I'm looking on uh, Twitter right now. It looks like Jeff just found out. Jeff just discovered this. Jeff now. just discovered it. Jeff just discovered it. So uh, I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot from Jeff. Oh, I bet Jeff wants his own station. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm disappointed in myself that I hadn't checked to see what Jeff was thinking. I was kind of curious what Jeff would say right off the bat, because <laughs> uh, you know this is this is right up Jeff's alley. Anyway, so sorry. Uh, just need to talk about that because that's it's that's huge for. Uh, for a lot of things. Well, it's just weird. Like, 
I don't know. And especially like flipping to Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Lars Larson. Yeah. Dude, let me show Let me play you a little something about Glenn Beck. This actually just happened yesterday. So um, this is the guy that's going to be on KUFO now or whatever, what used to be KUFO. Glenn Beck yesterday on a show was talking about how the uh, Japan earthquake might be a message from God. What? Oh, yeah. Here he is. We can't see the connections here. Now, look, I'm not saying God is, uh, you know, causing earthquakes. Well, I'm not saying that he, I'm not not saying that either. God, God, what God does is God's business. I have no idea. But I'll tell you this. Whether you call it Gaia or whether you call it Jesus, there's a message being sent. And that is, hey, you know that stuff we're doing? Not really working out real well. Maybe we should stop doing some of it. (laughs) I'm just saying. What the fuck? Yeah. So that guy... Shit always rises to the top. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. You know, he, I mean, like, he is, reminds me of Charlie Sheen in that with like, not what he's like saying. maniacal. But yeah. yeah, the maniacal weird laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh, wow. Yeah. So that's, uh. So that's what's replacing it. That's what's replacing it. Wow, they really but do you know, keep finding a way to go lower and lower. Seriously. Well, I mean, <laughs> as much fun as we made of it, which it was hilarious to make fun of it because, mm-hmm. no, because. The talking heads on that were, like, fucking atrocious. Like, yeah. broski, what's up, sports team? Hey, local sports team. <laughs> yeah. But in all honesty, it always sucks when somebody's out of a job. Like, it yeah. sucks if they lost their jobs. Yeah, you know? no, and, and I do. I, I feel bad for them. That mm. that does suck. But, you know. Because we know because you took our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so, it does suck. And I'm not... It all goes that way, you know. And everything happens for a reason. You know, I wouldn't be, like... Where we were, you know, today, had yeah. that not happened, I'm very grateful that, you know, that we did end up getting terminated from there. But it does suck mm-hmm. that it's not going to exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, that is just so weird. Like, that's one of those things that I always figured would be around. Like, if that one went, mm-hmm. you know, then pretty much what is there left, really? Who knows? I mean, because that really is one of the oldest, most established ones in mm-hmm. in Portland. Yeah. I mean, it's the oldest rock station. Like, at least newer rock. Mm. No, is there going to be another rock station? There isn't another one. There, is there? isn't one. I mean, ninety four seven plays some like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but not. Yeah, much. but it's it's way more, it's more like, like the indie. Killers, yeah. like types of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. There there really isn't another one, and mm. I maybe there won't be one. Yeah. I Who mean, knows? yeah, uh, it's really odd. Well, yeah. Well, we're sorry, guys. If you lost your jobs, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely sucks anytime that happens Alf- to anyone. Well, at least Alpha has a lot of money and you guys can get unemployment. That's true. Yep. So that's yep. a good thing. There you go. Silver lining. Um, we need to, we need to uh, get Brent on. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? He might still be there because he oh, did that's true. so much stuff for all of the stations. They're like, Brent is... Yeah. 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 Yukon. Yukon. <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Um, okay, well, you know. Well, you know what? I'm The reason why I'm particularly happy to have been fired from KUFO a year and a half ago is because I would have never been able to be sitting between <laughs> the Marcus and Rudy. That is true. Like it was yesterday. That's true, absolutely. Yeah, like, like you said, things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason. Like, seriously, a year and a half ago, like, you know, we had just been starting Fun Employment Radio, and now, you know, we're still doing it and having fun and, like, working for the Blazers. Like, good things happen from shitty situations sometimes, yeah. so... Yep, sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. Just got to work hard. But um, I was looking at some of the comments, too, from uh, the On Your Picture uh-huh. that you posted. There's uh, there's some jealous ladies. It's awesome. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. 
I know some of the ladies are like, oh, I'm jealous and happy for you. And jealous and happy. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, I keep looking at that picture because it doesn't seem real. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. Mm-mm. And now we're going to... I was like, no, I'm photoshopped into that. That's, mm-hmm. There's no w- possible way that that works. And now we'll end up watching them on television tonight. And it's just... I um, know. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to watch the game tonight. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, yeah, the game's against Dallas tonight. It's going to be a really good one. But so you're also, excited though, to finally start practicing? Finally, I'll get to start practicing <laughs> today. I, brought, I bump into... So, Greg and I meet at the coffee shop this morning, and I'm, like, all well-rested. And I'm like, gosh, I got, you know, like, eight and a half hours of sleep last night. I'm feeling fine. And Greg looks up at me. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tired. A little tired. But, you know. It was a good night. Uh, hung out with uh, with a couple of friends, and so um, with a couple of friends had some had some shots. Had uh, yeah, I think there was a shot involved. Maybe there was more than one shot involved. Yeah, yeah, there was probably more than one. I'm sure there was. I think there was. Yeah, I do remember ballroom dancing at one point. You ballroom danced? Yeah. Wait, with Gavin? No, with Nate. Is there something else you'd like to share? It was Nate. Oh, this story just sounds terrible. It does uh, Nate was a, you were Nate was a little intoxicated and decided to uh, start dancing. And this just sounds weird. No matter how I tell this story, I really well, you really got to say something because I'm kind of confused <clears throat> right now. Nate was Nate was drunk and we were trying to leave, and then he decided he he grabbed me and started dancing. Just small town boys. Living in a lonely world. world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds, yeah, this sounds bad. So anyway, uh, I hung out with him. But this afternoon, <laughs> moving on, change the topic. Switching it up. Yeah, going to start practicing for Courage, though, this afternoon. Which is going to be awesome. So we're going to, we're, uh, we've got everything set up, ready to go. Drum set's there. It's all good. And Stone's actually going to be in a town <laughs> So this tonight. was the, what you intended to do last night. Was it's what I intended to do last night. But got caught up in some things going on mm-hmm. and uh, was not able. We were not able to practice. We needed to hang out with And by people. things going on, you mean ballroom dancing with your friend? Yes. You really are yeah, making you this sound weird. That. Yeah. I can't believe you actually like admitted that. It was... Everybody was having fun at the bar. We we're joking around. It was all a joke. <laughs> we were all just joking. Practicing for courage. Uh, so this Saturday is the Courage Show, uh, Fun Employment Radio Listener Party Courage Show with my new Vice and Hit Me Baby. I really hope. Uh, I really hope to see a whole lot of people out there. Like it's going to be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's this Saturday, March nineteenth. Well, if you ever get practicing, you know, yeah. instead of practicing your ballroom dancing. Hey, maybe- no matter what, it'll be a show. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, we will turn it into a show no matter what happens. Oh, yeah, and we need to figure out my part, too. <coughs> and yeah. I'm putting together my outfit today. Awesome. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be good. I'm excited. Yeah, I need to get uh, I need to get part of my outfit together. Well, I actually think I'm going to scoot out to um, Value Village after the show scoot. today. Scoot. Whenever you say scoot, all I picture <laughs> is you, like, sitting on the ground and scooting across <laughs> the floor. I don't like the word scoot. I'm going to scoot. Scoot. Uh, so I have it's my like, scooter. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my scooter today, so I... I'm going to, I think, scoot out to Value Village. <laughs> Try and find an awesome outfit for this weekend. Awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah, and that's one thing, too. Um, for Courage shows, a lot of times people do dress up in the full-on butt rock gear. So uh, 
or 80s, you know, rocker stuff. So if you want to do that, fully encouraged. You will not be by yourself if, mm. uh, if you decide to do oh, that. Oh, dude, I'm going to be fucking decked out. I love any excuse to dress up. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, and one other thing, too, that we always do for the show. So we'll have some Sharpies with us, and people are encouraged to draw on tattoos onto us. Whatever you want to draw. And seriously, yeah, I've had some pretty bad ones that people draw. So we'll be going around with a Sharpie. Feel free to draw a tattoo. All right, Greg, and I'm going to regret bringing this up, but you're supposed to buy me my temporary tattoos. Oh, I remember. Okay. Well, you got to get them to me like before the day so that I can put them on because it takes a while to put those things on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will be getting you your temporary tattoos. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm actually kind of excited to see what's going to look like when I, if I have a full sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I know. That looked kind of weird. I know. It would look weird. Oh, man. This is going to be a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What else was I going to talk about? No, I don't remember. I'm thrown off by this. This day. By your admission. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. Oh, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying ballroom dancing. Just put it in. I'm going to watermark this whole show. The entire thing. <laughs> it's going to have an underlying. <laughs> That's what, when uh, I was on Rick's show and there was uh, somebody in the business notorious for stealing other people's bits or songs that they produced, Rick would totally watermark everything. It was hilarious. Like, what do you mean? What would he put like, in it? Like, we'd make up some kind of song or something or, like, find some awesome audio that nobody else could find. And, like, in the middle of it, it would be, like, copyright Rick Emerson show. <laughs> and it would just, like, be, like, every five like <coughs> five or ten seconds, it could be, like, Rick Emerson show 2007. And, and like, so whoever was That's trying genius. to steal it wouldn't be able to. Yeah. <laughs> Always watermark your shit, friends. <laughs> no, it is true. You need to watermark that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's a verbal watermark. That sounds weird, too. Everything sounds weird to me today. Scoot. <laughs> Never use the word scoot. I'm going to scoot out there. And don't call yourself uh, mama. <laughs> Mama's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's creepy, too. <laughs> Mama's going to scoot on out there. Ma- Mama's going to scoot out to Valley Village and get her some nice duds. I think I want to go back out to Gen X and maybe get some more earrings. You bought, like, three pairs of earrings there. No. It's the only place that I like they're cheap and they're enormous. You can cut that out and send that to funemploymentradio at gmail.com, which I have quite a few by the way, which I've been compiling. I know Roger is like crazily compiling. Oh, also Roger, yeah, I need to get Roger your computer and Jeff. back to you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Roger. Get a hold of me. Um but don't those <coughs> excuse me. Aren't those the earrings though that hurt your ears? No. No, no, no. Those are my different ones. I had those big ones that look like robot owls. Those ones are really heavy, and they started hurting my ear. I had to stop wearing them. Doesn't like pull and stretch out your ear when they're Mm-mm. this big and heavy? No, no, I mean because they aren't heavy. I mean they're super cheap, so they're just made out of like plastic spray painted silver. <laughs> Isn't that bad for you though? Does it like stain your ear green or something? No, I mean my ears have been pierced for so long. It's just basically like it's just like sticking an earring through like finger or like you know like anything. It's like not open. Never mind. We're having trouble talking today. Yes, we are. That's all right. Should we do some ball talk? Yes, it is just so fucking hot in here, too. It is. It's making me sweat. And you didn't turn on that lamp, and it's really distracting me. Oh, is that bothering you? Yes, it is bothering me. The fact that the lamp over here that's next to me isn't turned on. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do some ball talk. Okay. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk... Balls. That wasn't very enthusiastic. Balls. Yeah, a little bit better. A little bit better. Yeah, working on it. Working on it. Working uh, for the weekend. What'd you just say? Working for the weekend. Okay, that's what I thought. 
Let's talk balls. <laughs> so, uh, Portland Trailblazers taking on the Dallas Mavericks tonight. This is a pretty big game for them. Um, Dallas is really good. And, uh, and well, they we, always seem to step it up like with the really, really good teams. Yeah, it's, it's the then, teams that aren't so good that yes, they have exactly. problems with. That's why I'm, I'm not concerned for the game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I like mean, the better the team that we're playing, the better our chances are of winning. Yeah, a lot of times it does seem like it's I like that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a basketball analyst, but it seems to me like... Well, Dallas is a very good team, so we should do just fine. Yes. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's taking place tonight. I'm excited to watch that, uh, provided we are not practicing at that moment. Um, also... Miami. So Miami Heat in the news right now, and it's because suddenly they've gone from completely sucking to a complete turnaround to where they beat the Lakers, and now they just... So the Spurs were the team that they lost to that um, they supposedly were crying in the locker room about. Uh, yes, and their coach is a dick and told yeah. them about it. Yeah, well, last night they beat them by 30 points. Miami beat the Spurs. Wow. The Spurs, I believe, have the best record in the NBA right now. And, um, yeah, beat them by 30 points. Just destroyed them. So I don't understand that team at all. They they just do not make any sense. So there's, there really doesn't seem like there's any consistency. None. Yeah. Either they lose or they blow out the great, you know, some of the best teams in the NBA. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, nonetheless, yeah, they beat them by 30 points, so that is a good win for them. I still don't like them. Um, <laughs> moving on, <clears throat> moving on in NBA news. So there's um, there's this that's happening, which is kind of interesting. So in the NBA, a lot of times refs are. Um, Scrutinized in the NBA because they have have a lot of uh, they have a lot of leeway in making the calls. So a lot of times, you know, if if something's going on on the court, and they can kind of arbitrarily make a decision on mm-hmm. it, and nobody can argue with them because they're the ref and that's it. So they can say, "Oh yeah, no, I'll call that one a foul," or "No, this isn't a foul." And there was something that happened during a Minnesota Timberwolves game involving this uh, NBA official, Bill Spooner. So Timberwolves coach Kurt Rambis was complaining to Bill Spooner, the uh, ref, about a call that was made, and allegedly, and allegedly the uh, ref made up for it a play later and made a call in Minnesota's favor. Huh. So what happened was I've always wondered if that happened. Well, what happened was there's a beat reporter named John uh, Krasinski. I, I think it's Krasinski. We'll say uh, John Krasinski, who's a beat reporter for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Isn't that the same name as the guy on The Office? It does seem like that, but it's not spelled the same. Okay, how do you say this? K R A W C Z Y N S K I. Krasinski. I don't know. Krasinski. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna say Krasinski. Okay. So uh, anyway, John Krasinski uh, posted something up on Twitter saying ref Bill Spooner told Rambus he'd get it back after a bad call. Then he made an even worse call on Rockets. That's NBA officiating, folks. So this guy's saying that he overheard Bill Spooner, he overheard the ref say it, put this out on Twitter, just saying, yeah, I heard this, I heard this is what the ref said. Hmm. Well, the ref decided to get a little bit pissed off about that and is now suing him for $75,000 <laughs> for this one Twitter post that this beat reporter put up saying that it was false and that he didn't actually say that. So it, what's what's interesting here, I mean, there's a couple of things. Number one, that that's really not that surprising that the ref actually would say that. I mean, it's it's pretty well known. Like, if you see them make a really bad call on one team, mm-hmm. it's not going to be surprising if a couple of plays later you see a foul called on the other team for, so they try to make up for it yeah. and balance it back out. But the fact is, though, that this guy put this up there. It's getting sued, though, for something that he put up on Twitter. That he's saying that he overheard. That is so weird. I mean, $75,000 this reporter is getting fined for. 
are getting sued. Well, that for. is the power of the internet these days. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that you can really do or not. But I mean, obviously, I guess he can. He's suing him. If he wins, that's got to put a lot of pressure on people reporting, though, because now, I mean, what else are you going to get sued mm-hmm. over? Always be careful what you put on the internet, kids. Always be careful. Someone's always watching mm-hmm. and suing you for $75,000. <laughs> so um, so anyway, that was going on uh, with this. I just thought that was kind of interesting to see that the reporter's getting sued for something on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, moving on in sports news, the NFL is really looking like it's going to be locked out for this year. It looks like their season's going to be delayed. Shit. So um, the players disbanded their union, which... Which is kind of a, a ploy against the owners. And this is really confusing, and I'm not going to say that I understand everything. I don't think anyone does. But the players disbanded their union. The owners have now said that the players are barred from coming to play for them. The players are suing them in court under an antitrust issue. Essentially, it's a gigantic mess. And mm. both sides are getting more and more pissed off. And neither side really seems to be working to come to a conclusion uh, to, to work this thing out. So it does sound like the NFL is not going to be... It's at least going to be delayed this next year, which is which is big news for a few different reasons. I mean, number one, like I was talking about before, like the economic impacts to all of these cities. Like even if you That's don't watch what you NFL, were saying, yeah, and <coughs> I hadn't thought about that, but it's very true. Yeah, I mean, they they are major major employers and just all everything surrounding um, what goes into an NFL team. You know, that's a lot of money that's going to be lost for everyone. You know, meanwhile, all these millionaires are going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not going to really be hurting. They always are. Yeah. Just like the ones at Alpha. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep, exactly. But uh, there's something else, though, one industry, and I didn't even think about this, that's really going to be hit. And this uh, report just came out, and it has to do with one of these uh, kind of industries that's associated with the NFL, chicken wings. The chicken wing industry said that <laughs> it could be devastating to have an NFL lockout. Oh. So um, it, it, I never thought about that. Um, because they're saying that it already it is starting to drop their sales, drop their prices, because I guess people associate going out, going out and eating chicken wings and watching NFL games. That's true. Like the, yeah, mm-hmm. Buffalo, like Buffalo wings. Yep. Yeah. And so the fact that there wouldn't be any NFL games would, uh, would be devastating to them and could have, you know, massive, uh, repercussions for the chicken wing industry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like hearing you say chicken wing. Chicken wing. Chicken for wing. the chicken wing chicken industry. Wing. So, I don't know, just things like that, though, That's uh, it's really fascinating just how much that's going mm-hmm. to affect a lot of stuff. How there so. is, like, that trickle effect where it does <coughs> affect a lot more people than you think. Totally. Yeah. So, anyway, there we go. Um, it's one of these days, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, but uh, I'm feeling kind of crazy today. But you know it's... <coughs> <coughs> Damn it. You okay there, buddy? You know what's not crazy? Oh, God. The Fun Employment Radio 2011 Tournament of Champions! March Madness bracket. So, everyone who wants to join the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the events section, and fill out your bracket. And uh, we've got quite a few people that have joined so far, and more and more names are popping up on here that are just, some are, some are disturbing. Oh gosh, I don't know if I want to know this. You, have you filled out your bracket yet? Not yet. Okay. I will today, though. <clears throat> All right, you need to get it, uh, get it filled out, because you only have it till, well, Thursday, so that means pretty much you have to have it done by tomorrow. Okay. Um, so definitely go there. This is free. It's just for uh, just for fun, and um, fill out your bracket. 
Bracket, Greg, leave my Colts alone. It's one person. <laughs> Greg, saturated shirt. Arguably the awesomest. Arguably. Sarah's hairy nipple. Ew. <laughs> I'm just reading what the names are. I didn't come up with these. Stringy breast cheese army. Oh my God. At least there wasn't Sarah in front of that. Greg steals Kenny's stuff. That's not stealing if he doesn't make it. Maybe I'm just helping it out. You know, if Kenny's, Kenny's there down there in Costa Rica, something happens. I'm not saying okay. Um, soaking madness, semantic bitch. There, there are some awesome team names on here. Semantic bitch. Yes. So uh, go there now and fill out your bracket. It's fun. It's free. It's easy. And I will win. No, you won't. You didn't Never win last stop. year. You're not going to win this. Well, year. that's just because I was trying to be nice last year because it was the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, I was just trying to balance it out, and make sure everyone had a good time. Yeah. So this year, it's pretty much foregone conclusion, but you can battle to battle it out for second place. In the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Um, finally, in Ball Talk, we have this. Of course, you know how much I love the uh, team theme songs? The terrible ones that okay, people yes. come up with? Yes. Uh, well, I've got one right now. This was actually from um, from uh, Deadspin. And it has to do with the 1990 Men's U.S. World Cup team, which was the first one to go there in like 40 years. I think I like the sound of this. Should we play it now? Yes, please do. Oh, it is... Awesome. I've only heard a little bit of it. The USA has realized a dream. They will qualify for the World Cup in 1990. So it's a bunch of half-naked guys dancing on a beach singing this. Wow, this does seem like it would be exactly from 1990. Yep. The sound is so 1990. Okay, and even the names of the guys that are doing this. So the names are Death Jeff and DJ Eric Vaughn. <laughs> DJ Eric Vaughn. <laughs> 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 DJ Robert Johansson. See, this is right during that era when everybody thought, okay, rap's getting upset. I can do rap too. I can do rap. I'm gonna form a rap band. See, it's very inspirational. So I just wanted to do that. I mean, you know, times are tough out there right now, but uh, we can always turn to Def Jeff and DJ Eric Vaughn. <laughs> I'd like, to, I'd like a where are they now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, DJ Eric Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of curious too. DJ Eric Vaughn, where DJ. are you? <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's DJ Eric Vaughn. Okay, that's one. Is that enough? That's enough. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Make our bodies work and jerk. Now they're ready to go berserk. Mm-hmm. Well, after that inspiring song, maybe we should talk about uh, something that inspires me, which is our sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. There was my reminder, actually, that just <laughs> dinged. Um, so, of course, I'm talking about H&R Block. 
uh, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, where you can go and uh, you can go to hrblock.com and set up an appointment to get your taxes taken care of, which I am going to be meeting with my guy Gilbert, I think, on Monday to finish up everything. But one thing that they're doing that's actually really cool is uh, a program called Turbo GPS. Mm-hmm. Now, they're doing this in certain markets. They're definitely doing it in the Portland market, so you may have to double-check if you're in a different market whether they're doing it there. But essentially what it is is um, if you purchased some tax software, like the home the home tax software or something online. Like TurboTax or whatever TurboTax, yeah. yeah, those different ones like that, and tried to do it but didn't really work out for you and you didn't like it, you can bring in a receipt or the box or whatever you have showing that you purchased the program. Bring it in when you get your taxes done by H&R Block. You get a $50 credit. Oh, that's awesome. Which is really, really cool. So they're saying like, okay, yeah, no, that's fine that you tried it. We're going to credit you, you know, pay you back for uh, trying to do that. And we'll do your taxes correctly and get them done right. So a very cool thing from H&R Block. So definitely go to hrblock.com and set up your appointment now. Woo! Woo! That was my uh, contribution. Woo! Woo! Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Gosh, I'm sorry. This KFO stuff is still ridiculous. Like, I know. I'm getting text r- messages from people like... From uh, other stations and other companies in town, just like, WTF, what happened with KUFO? What's well, going on? And this is one thing, I mean, behind the scenes, you know, we do still have a lot of friends that, that work in commercial radio. I mean, in, at, like, basically at every station and every company yeah, in yeah. town. So, I mean, like... It's a pretty small community. Yeah. And, I mean, like, like in radio, it's a, it is a small community and, like... You know, you end up crossing paths with people time and time again, like when mm-hmm. you've been fired by a company and then rehired by another one. It's it's kind of fun. It's a it's a weird <coughs> community radio is. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of people are are talking about this right mm-hmm. now and reaching out. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is a big deal. Yes. Um, oh, man. What about Ricker? Love that dude. I don't know if that was ironic or not. <laughs> somebody posted that on my page. Everybody um, loves somebody. Sometimes. <laughs> the local sports team. <laughs> You know what I love? World of Crazy! Oh! Oh! I have to do laundry today. just realized that. Yeah, and you are crazy. Yes. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my World of Crazy. First up, <laughs> it's no surprise that a book titled What Every Man Thinks About Apart From Sex is a bestseller. Yes, it's also perhaps no surprise that a book has recently outsold the likes of Harry Potter and the Da Vinci Code on Amazon.com. The catch here, though, the book only contains blank pages. <laughs> Seriously, a guy wrote a book. So his name is Sheridan Simov. He wrote this book. Oh, not wrote. Made this book called What Every Man Thinks About Apart From Sex. 200 pages of blank pages. <laughs> it that, is okay, now that is kind of funny. <laughs> it is now 744 on Amazon's list out of all books being sold all around the world. <laughs> That's... I mean, I got to give credit. That's genius. Yes. The entrepreneur says he's fiercely proud that he can now call himself a best-selling author. (laughs) That is pretty damn funny. What every man thinks about apart from sex has sold out its first print run. (laughs) And yes, and now is beating out the Order of the Phoenix, which is at number 2,406, and the Da Vinci Code, which is at 2,910. How many pages is it? It's 200 pages. (laughs) I wonder how many of these were... Women buying this, trying to find out, oh, I need to know how men think, <laughs> and getting the book, and then realizing, oh. Yes. So, uh, this That's guy, awesome. <laughs> this guy is no stranger to controversy. Like This makes him seem more douchey, but that mm. idea, don't let it take away from the genius that is his book. Okay. Uh, he previously attempted to change his name to God, 
but was blocked when a bank refused to acknowledge the change. Oh, never yes. mind. Yeah. But he's also uh, thinking about working on a sequel, calling it Reasons to Trust Politicians. <laughs> like, dude, just be happy you had this idea. Don't. Don't push it. Yeah, don't push it. Don't push it. Yes. So there you go. If you if you would like to know what men think about apart from sex, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? All right. Speaking of books, so this book actually has words in it, and some of those words are controversial. What? Dun dun dun. So this woman, who's a former Wall Street analyst who wrote a book about dating men of other races, has sparked a major debate about political correctness. So basically, this woman's kind of a raging whore. And she decided to sleep with people of all different ethnicities and then compare their sexual styles and lovemaking techniques depending on their race and their ethnicity. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so this woman's name is J.C. Davies. She examines the myths about interracial lovers in her book titled, this is her, I Got the Fever, Love, What's Race Got to Do With It? After 20 years' experience of dating in Manhattan and hundreds of interviews and doing research, she said she reveals fascinating insights into the cultural... Hundreds of interviews? Yes, seriously. Fascinating insight into cultural differences. In her book... She claims that Latino men are macho and possessive, Asian men are bad between the sheets, and black men don't like talking about Al Sharpton. What? In her book, the guide has a different section for each race. This is her. These are the titles of these. Okay. And which type? With uh, t- chapter titles including salsa fever, yellow fever, and jungle fever. She says that none of her boyfriends are mad about it at all. In fact, a couple of them that she didn't put in the book are upset that they weren't mentioned. What does Al Sharpton have to do with having sex with anyone? I, I don't understand where Al Sharpton comes into this. I don't know. She also discusses her current boyfriend, who is Iranian Jewish, and describes... His excited expression in bed as a terrorist face. (laughs) She also analyzes in her book, that's very offensive, that for the most part, Jewish men were not cheap and black men were interested in basketball. Her former boyfriends were full of enthusiasm about the book. She revealed one's so excited that he's in it. One of them's upset that he's not. Is there any stereotype she didn't use in the book? No. Okay. So if you'd like to pick that up, it's called uh, I Got the Fever. Love what's race got to do with it. Okay. In other news, speaking from douchebag to douchebag, well, this is good. Like, this is a horrific thing that he did, but good news, he was fired. Gilbert Gottfried, who I only know from Problem Child. Yeah. Yeah, and then Pretty wasn't much. he the voice of, uh, I've never seen this, but I've been, I've been told he's the voice of like a parrot or something. Isn't he the voice of some character? He is the voice of the Aflac Duck. Oh, yeah, the like Affleck duck. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was. So, uh, Gilbert Gottfried has been fired from Affleck after making jokes about the oh-so-hilarious tsunami. What the Fucking fuck? Fucking idiot. What the fuck is wrong with these people that keep on know. making these comments about this stuff? Uh, people are... I don't know. I don't know. So, he went to his Twitter account. Once again, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter account. Gilbert Gottfried wrote... Two comments on Twitter, because one just wasn't enough. The first one is, Japan is really advanced. They don't go to the beach. The beach comes to them. 
The second one is, I just split up with my girlfriend, but like the Japanese say, there'll be another one floating by any minute now. Oh. He wrote that. He was oh. immediately terminated. Yeah. From Aflac. I would say that's rightfully yes. so. And they said they have absolutely no tolerance for that, and it, <coughs> and Aflac is no place for anything but compassion and concern during these difficult times. Wow, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. So fuck you, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, also, Aflac is one of the biggest insurers in Japan and has pledged 100 million yen to the International Red Cross to help earthquake and tsunami victims. Well, seen it's like, I get it. You know, you're a comedian. Sometimes th- they have to push boundaries and, you know, say things that are a little offensive. And, and, you know, sometimes that works. But this is not something that you can make that kind of joke about. Mm-mm. Like It's not. It, you just, you can't. I don't know. Maybe that, I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like even like on Family Guy, sometimes some of the fucking jokes that they make on there, it yeah, just sometimes makes me they uncomfortable. go. Yeah, sometimes they do. I'm just like, okay, I get it, Seth MacFarlane, you're edgy, but like seriously. Yeah, but uh, wow, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, I swear I don't know him from anything else but the bad guy in Problem Child. Yeah, he's in Problem Child. What else is he? He's done other movies. I mean, and I've seen some of his stand up on like the um, uh, the uh, celebrity roasts. Yeah. But that's about that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that Affleck gig, Affleck gig was probably pretty sweet, too. That's the thing. I mean, that must have paid a lot of money. yeah. Because he's done that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to fuck that gig up. And oh, well, he, he did. did. Yeah. Who does that? Okay, whatever. Stupid people will always be stupid. Yep. All right, in other news, this is a weird story. So there's a magazine coming out in April. It's named Bizarre. That's going to be using scratch and sniff technology to a unique use on the cover of their April edition. So this magazine's called Bizarre. And on this magazine, they have a picture of a sexy lady wearing latex underwear. And they're going to have a scratch and sniff sticker that smells like latex underwear. Yeah. And it's a girl in underwear on the front cover of the magazine saying, sniff my knickers. Ew. Someone please cut that out too and send that to oh, no. radio gmail.com. Stop it. <laughs> Sniff my knickers. Sniff my knickers. That's number one. That's not a very sexy way to say anything. Like, <laughs> come and sniff my knickers. <laughs> like, Cut I, that out, please. <laughs> like that's that's not an attractive. That's just like the worst phrase. I mean, I don't know what you would say. Smell my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just. I don't. I don't uh, see that as a. A sexy talk thing. Yes, the scratch and sniff front cover is completely unique and an industry <coughs> first. The publisher is excited and says the issue will be supported by significant news trade promotions across the country, which is expected to lift sales further. Okay, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. If it's on the cover, you don't even have to buy the magazine. You can just scratch it and smell it. That's true. Yeah. Unless they have it like, it's like plastic sealed. wrapped. Yeah. Yeah. But then really, you could just break that. And yeah. Just find some guy in the. Oh. I love the way the Brits talk. Sniff my knickers. Sniff my knickers, won't you? <laughs> won't you please? They smell like latex. Engage in a bit of fornication, will you? <laughs> Sniff my knickers. Wow. <laughs> Sexy. The Greg Nibbler story. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, this is a real story. Eggs boiled in children's urine is taking the world by storm. Once again, eggs boiled in children's urine is taking the world by storm. What? Hard-boiled eggs that are soaked in children's urine 
could be able to sweep the world if a small corner of China has anything to do with it after their increasing popularity. Traditional chefs are trying to convince everyone that they're really not just like, taking a pee. <laughs> Spring eggs, hard-boiled, and children's urine have been a tasty treat in this part of China for thousands of years. And now culture officials want to take it worldwide. A world-famous chef says the urine is gathered from local schools and the very best come from boys under 10 years old. They pee in buckets and we collect it fresh every day. Then they take the eggs and boil them in the urine, first with their shells on and then with them off for a day, letting them pleasantly soak before they're ready to be eaten. The chef says the eggs are delicious and healthy. They stop fevers and can help you concentrate when you're feeling sluggish or sleepy. We're having a big export push because we want people outside of China and people are now requesting outside of China to fully appreciate the delicacy of our cuisine. Eggs boiled in children's urine is taking the world by storm. I have nothing to say to this. That's your world of crazy. Give me another bucket of boys' urine. Only if they're under 10. <laughs> and sniff my knickers. I think we've done enough damage for today. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got some practicing to do. I do. It's going to be fun. I have not been able to rock out like this for a while. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So, this Saturday, March 19th, Fun Employment Radio presents Courage with My New Vice and Hit Me Baby. Uh, maybe we'll play part of a Hit Me Baby song at the end of this. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you guys can get a, uh, hear what they're like as well, which is Britney awesome. Britney Spears cover band. <clears throat> I cannot stress enough how awesome they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. So we'll, uh, we'll attach uh, one of their songs here to the end of this podcast. So just keep listening after we're done. And... Um, yeah, I really hope to see everyone out there. I would say get there probably uh, between 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. And then um, it, the cover is $6, so it's not very much. You know, we've got people flying in to uh, to come see this. So uh, not a bad price. And we'll have Fun Employment Radio merchandise will be down there yep, as well. Yep, we're going to have merch. We have a whole new order of uh, Tallboy koozies to so bring some cash. Yep, yep. So we'll have... Uh, and they have Tallboys there, which means you can purchase a koozie and then purchase a Tallboy and then stick the Tallboy into the Tallboy koozie. Perfect. And make magic happen. And this place also has a big, huge outdoor area with all glass windows, and the, it's like a covered heating area. Yeah. So even if you go outside and you want to have a smoke or something, you can still sit there and hear and watch the show mm-hmm. straight through the glass window. So it's it's perfect. It's a really great place. So this Saturday, March 19th, 1308 Southeast 8th Street. Hope to see everybody there. Yes. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Fun Employment Radio. Tucker. And here is Hit Me Baby.
Something wasn't right.